0: Okay. It's recording so now.
1: Here is just so we start. This is my title. They changed my title. Okay. So, it's Associate Director of Student Athlete Personal Development and Well-being. So long title. It's all, yeah. All, <laughs> you got to get a new card. I, yeah put it on two cards. So Okay. But that that's what I do. So then what were you
0: saying about sleep
1: and stress? Uh, the two number one probably present, uh, presenting issues. I mm-hmm. would say over the I've been here for 6 years. In mm-hmm. this building, uh, is probably stress and sleep, um, and they're both obviously very closely related. Uh, people don't understand the commitment that it takes to be a student-athlete and what their day looks like. Um, they're very scheduled. Uh, they and so they may start at six o'clock in the morning with a workout. Um, mm-hmm. You know, have some breakfast, go to classes all day, um, and and have lunch. And then by two o'clock, they could be practicing till like five-ish, grab some dinner, they might have tutoring, they might uh, studying on their own, mm-hmm. and then hopefully have a little bit of time to themselves. So it's a very scheduled, rigorous um, uh, lifestyle that they have. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's in season and out. So it's just very structured and it's, I'm impressed by the student athlete's ability to, to manage that. Mm-hmm.
0: So then, how does the uh, sleep and stress? How do those okay. affect each other? So,
1: stress can lead to not being able to sleep very well, um, and obviously, if you don't sleep very well, you can also feel a lot more stressed because you're not operating on all cylinders, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but stress. Sometimes it's hard to kind of shut off the thinking at night. If I'm really worried about things, mm-hmm. um, it's hard for me to to stop the thinking. At night, where sometimes people, and you know, I mean this is for anybody, not just student athletes, will kind of ruminate at night, and so we do things to help them relax, to basically shut off the chatter, mm-hmm. and help them sleep. And then we have a, it's called sleep hygiene, so on, on things they can do to to get better sleep, keeping your room cool, mm. um, uh, you might have a little bit of uh, uh, white noise. You know, I mean, this' all, and it's all in that book about how to get better sleep. Um, and, and, and to relax so oftentimes I'll give them a little bit of a relaxation protocol that helps with their stress which obviously will help with their sleep as well. Mm-hmm. So what's relaxation protocol? What's that mean? So a relaxation might be just a simple little breathing relaxation exercise where they mm-hmm. get into like they'll do some what we call mindfulness where um, rather than Worrying about what happened in the past or happened in the future, we try to keep it right here and, and actually in the moment because if I'm not worrying about the future, I'm probably not going to be as stressed. And then we'll do a little breathing uh, meditation piece that they can just do for like 10 minutes and it, it really shows, it really helps a lot. And I've had student athletes, a lot of them do it and a lot of them say that it helps. So. Um what kind of sports do you work? Do you work with all
0: athletes? I work all, with all, sports? all, all sports. Do you notice uh, any sport benefiting most
1: from, from your health or uh, anyone needs it most? I'm just thinking across the board. You know, I don't. I can't point to a sport and say, you know, boy, they're really different. You know, mm-hmm. kind of a student athlete's a student athlete, and I think they all have a very similar um, kind of responsibilities new day now it does fluctuate a little bit with season because what season will bring is travel and yeah which is another stressor uh, mm-hmm. as well and just in terms of having uh, you know time to rest and recuperate and things like that I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's just the nature of playing a sport yeah. so um, that is the another factor when it comes to being in season is the travel piece mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so uh, how do you um, how do you see wellness um, going mainstream
1: uh, nationally? Great, that's a great question. Um, They hired me, and I'm gonna blow our horn a little, but they hired me, I used to work at Counseling Services and and worked with a number of student athletes at Counseling Services, and then they hired me here full-time, coming up on seven years now. And at that time, it was ahead of the curve. Now, mental health, well-being is mainstream with the NC2A. And if you go on the NC2A website, you'll see a number of resources on there. Um, I'm part of a forum, in May I went back and worked with the NC2A. We're going to develop uh, what's called the best practices uh, for sleep for student athletes. So mental health, well-being, sleep, all of it has become huge with the Mm NC2A. So it is in the national conversation uh, right now, so that's pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, um, let's see, uh, so how, how did it get so popular then?
1: You know, honestly, I, I just think I think with, um, this is my, I don't know if this is how it happened, but this is what I saw, mm-hmm. is concussions became an issue. Yeah. You know, and they concussions, and I think it just naturally led into this conversation about student-athlete mental health, obviously, because of the, mm-hmm. uh, how those two are related. And I think the NC2A has been, sometimes events kind of move things more quickly. And I just think it started to to gain steam. There's a lot of practitioners like myself where we came together and started, you know, talking about it. Um, And the NC2A has a a, um, uh, a, a group uh, called the Sports Science Institute. In fact, that is someone if you want to look at. And so I worked with the Sports Science Institute on this sleep uh, forum. So they are really geared into um, student-athlete, mental health, wellness Mm -hmm. type of issues. So there's a a, a wealth of information.
0: So then how do you see the concussions, you talked about concussions, how do you see that affecting
1: wellness and the well-being of... Well, um, concussions are a medical issue. So I don't treat concussions. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I know that... um, with concussions, it takes you out of the sport. And that's always, uh, takes you out of participation for a certain amount of time. And we see that as an as a opportunity to support a student athlete because now they're not working out with the team, they possibly may not be traveling with the team. And so isolation uh, can be an issue. You know, getting down in the dumps a little bit can be an issue because you're hurt. So injury is a is a high risk time for student athletes. You really want to support them because it's easy to kind of um, feel isolated and, and maybe a little depressed or whatever so um, but the medical aspects of concussion you need to ask a doctor about because I, I really don't know that much I wouldn't want I know a little but I don't want to you know again it wouldn't be ethical for me to speak on it
0: mm-hmm. um all right and is there anything um, interesting or unique that you think the public might not know about um, what you do for athletes
1: um, I think I don't know if it's out in the public yet but just how invested we are in helping student athletes be kind of healthy and happy, you know, we look at them as students who play a sport, not, I mean, obviously we treat them as athletes and it's a different experience, but that we don't see them as, oh, gee, you're an athlete. We see them as the person who they are, Mm -hmm. and that they're quote-unquote, you know, student athlete. Mm -hmm. So that's the way we approach it, um, is really is to help them be successful, help them be happy, help them reach their goals, those types of things. Mm-hmm. And there's more goals than just athletics. You know, they're very um, well-rounded people. They're they're very uh, capable. I'm I'm always impressed by the type of people that they are. To be able to be as successful already to play a Division One sport takes a lot. So I think we just I think the message would be that we look at the whole person, we support the whole person. You know, obviously, we want them to be successful athletically, but also academically, personally, emotionally—the whole, mm-hmm. the whole picture. So we look at it in the big picture. That's what we look at. If that's a takeaway message for you, yeah. All right, that helps oh. the cause. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. So are you are you talking to the people? Too? Hey
0: y'all! Thanks for listening to my interview with Jerry Pastor, of Washington State University, uh, student and athlete well being well being. Um, man, growing field, definitely, like, that kind of psychology, that kind of, like, mind over matter stuff, so much more important now than it was, like, in the 70s. Like, that guy's job, think about it, even, like, the 90s, that guy, that guy's job doesn't even exist, like, (laughs) like, it's, I don't know, we're just putting an emphasis on the mental well-being of athletes, and I think that's, uh, definitely the right thing to do, because, well, I mean, concussions is one thing. Obviously, if you play a sport with concussions, you're, I don't know, you have a, you're just at a risk for head injuries and um, at the risk of kind of being, I don't know, not messed up, but just being affected for the rest of your life. But like, I'm sure I got a few concussions in my football. In, like the six years I played football, six and a half years, definitely had it, and always on defense. So I was always tackling people, like ramming my head. I mean, you're not supposed to use your head when you tackle, of course. They teach you that like right 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 away. Like first thing, right? When you learn how to play football. You learn how to tackle with your head on the side and not not spite what's it called? Spearing when you put your head down first. But man, some people do that though and you just get messed up. So this this field is so important now. And I can see just from my athletic career, when I got my like my mental side of my game down, which was like unfortunately like After high school, when I kind of stopped playing competitive sports, but I mean, I just notice it whenever I like play a game of basketball or something or just just like a recreational game. So much easier for me to stay under control, like keep my mind at ease, relaxed, concentrate on like what my body is doing on like the action of the game compared to man, like when I was growing up, it would just be like a hurricane of thoughts like in my head whenever I'd play sports And I think that's, like, one of the reasons why I would just, like, freak out and have, like, temper tantrums because I didn't know how to, like, get my mind right when I was in the game. Like, how to, like, just relax. I think that's, like, the biggest thing when you're playing any competitive sport, no matter what it is, really. You just need to, like, take a deep breath. Like, breathe it in. Take in your surroundings. I don't know. I think mental – people underrate how big of a, like, difference the mental aspects. I think it's almost half. I'm, I'm serious. I think it's almost 50% physical, 50% mental, I'd say. Like, not even – I think that's what it is. I, I'd say 50% of sports is physical and 50% is mental. Um, another example, you, you guys might think I'm joking, but with ping pong, just with ping pong, I've noticed. Uh, we had the table at home, back at my home in Bothell. And I play, like, my dad – I play competitive against my dad a lot. Like, he's pretty good, but, I'm, like, I would say I beat him – Definitely like, I'd say three quarters of the time, like 75% probably, but he's he's good though. He's, he gives me a like good competition for sure, but I can just tell like, like when I keep my mind, like when I'm paying attention to what I'm doing with my body and that's what, I'm just letting my mind basically tell my body what to do and just, that's what I'm concentrating on. I'm relaxing, I'm at ease, um, I play so much better. I just dominate in ping pong when it happens. <laughs> It's it's almost like the the sport just slows down, like the game slows down for you if you are able to just slow down your mind. It's like a weird, it's a weird trick that you can play on yourself, I think. Like, not necessarily a trick, but just a strategy. It's just mental strategy. And I think it's developed over, like, just practice and repetition and just preparing yourself for it. Um, I don't know. I think there's no other way to do it other than just doing it and just putting in action. Like next time you guys play a sport, next time you play a game, even if it's just like the least big deal, like just a game of like shuffleboard or bocce ball, like something that doesn't take a ton of physical skill. Just um, try to, try to put, your, put your mind at ease, relax, take a deep breath. Um, yeah, I think that you'll definitely see the difference though. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, what am I saying? I think when I concentrate on other people, that's when I have my flaw. that's when I, I fail. Like always in sports, it would always be, I'm not concentrating on what I'm doing, I'm concentrating on what the other person's doing. And I'm trying to control their actions instead of only controlling what I can control, which is my own actions. That's like what it really came down to it, was just not worrying about, like trying to, not even trying to stop other people. Like, especially with, like, something like basketball, like, you can tell when you see someone, like, in the zone in basketball, they're, they're, playing, they're playing offense, they're going to the hoop and driving, taking shots, and it looks like there's no defender. Like, that's how you know when someone's in the zone is they're, they're playing offense as if there's no defender because, because they would do the same thing no matter what, even if there was a person in front of them or nobody. That that's that's what i'm talking about like there's nothing that's going to stop them because they know what they're capable of and they know that only them only they can stop themselves so that's that's like what really where it really changed for me um but yeah thank you so much for listening thank you for getting my books on amazon kindle supporting the podcast spreading the word building the Milky way of starfishes i'm so happy that you've joined me for this journey um it's been so fun So as always, have a great day, have a great night, and uh, I love you.